You're listening to End of the Real. Oh my god! Hello everyone. Star Wars, Ethan. Do you like Star Wars? I like the original three Star Wars. I like Star Wars too. I like Phantom Menace. Ah, yes, the Phantom Menace. The Dungans are funny. Yeah, but the Phantom Menace kind of has that slow bit. But we watched... Not the new Star Wars. We actually watched Star Crash. It is a film from 1988 off the top of my head. It came out a year after the original Star Wars was released. In 1978. Uh, then I was off by a lot, wasn't I? Just yeah, then. So like 10 I mean, years. Yeah, yeah. No, but it didn't come out the next year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so I meant to say 1988 it came out. 78 it came out. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So it's Star Crash. It is a complete ripoff of Star Wars. But better. Well, it's not a complete ripoff of Star Wars because Star Wars is good. So I, I don't know what they're copying. You know what? Where, I don't know where the crazy Amazon plot came from. Can I say it's I a I think this in. is like, it's a cash-in of cash Star in. Wars and mm-hmm. like those shitty old stop-motion films from the 50s. So Star Wars is incredibly popular at the time and these guys are cashing in on all the space hype. Let's say space hype. Yeah. Plus, plus clear rip-offs of Star Wars. Yeah. And they also were like, hey, what's everything sci-fi nerds like? Sci-fi nerds like babes in bikinis and Amazon warrior women. They sort of got that right. They they got that right. I mean, I think we needed more of them. The Amazons? Honestly? Well, we needed some explanation as to what was happening. Tell me why the Amazons weren't the main enemy. Give me a reason D- why. Why were they in the film at all? Because they were one of the planets, just like the Neanderthal uh, cavemen. The troglodytes? The troglodytes. And the red monsters? The and the and the giant booby uh, mechanical monster, the guardian, the guardians. No, that was just one. It was just a guardian. But there were multiple guardians later. No, no, they were the golems. Oh, they were his two golems. The effects in this movie are so bad. It's great. This movie is like, it's like someone's Star Wars fan fiction plus they added in a whole heap of other sci-fi fan fiction fiction on like speed. Yeah. Like someone has stayed, like imagine if someone stayed up for multiple nights in a row just doing speed, writing out a a script for a sci-fi after watching Star Wars like 15 times in a row. That's what, that, that is this because there's there's no break in the first three quarters of the film. The first three quarters of the film actually reminded me of like the current Star Wars J.J. Abrams ones, you know, where there's like so much happening, it's sort of a blur. Yeah. Sort of going on, like, and you don't stop to think about what's happening or else it won't make sense. Uh, I, come on. I, I even and it, say, it wasn't that bad. I even got to say. The first three quarters of this film. Oh, no. It's terrible. Not. Yeah, I mean, it, it was terrible, but it, it it wasn't horrifically bad. It was really it's fun. It's the last quarter where the movie goes downhill real fast. Well, you know how you compared it to, like, J.J. Abrams, lots of action, lots of stuff happening. Yeah. But imagine that, like, sped up times two. You know, that's and then just more stuff being thrown in. Bouncing from one set to another as things just happen. We have like massive scene transitions from like them doing something in one place to suddenly being somewhere else completely resolved. Really fast, it goes like they're smugglers, they're captured and they're prosecuted by a giant floating head, then they're prisoners, then they've escaped, then they're in front of the emperor, then they're on the first planet where they're attacked by Amazons. Quickly, they go to the second planet where they're frozen. Then the third planet, where they're attacked by giant red monsters, they keep calling them. I don't know what they were meant to look like, but they're just terrible red balls that are, like, put onto the screen. 
And then they find the prince and are attacked by troglodytes and they escape. And that's the first three quarters of the film. Yeah. And it happens all so fast, the- one thing after the next. And then the film just stops. Well, there's a basically. lot happening in those two that just jump to each other real quick. And we'll mean it. Like, they will be in prison. Then she'll just do an escape. Then she'll escape. And then suddenly she'll be at a ship and the ship people will pick them up. And it'll be the same. This this was crazy. The same people who put them away are well, after their... Well, um, that was Chief Thor. I think he was in charge of the police, the space police. Yeah, but it wasn't just that the police were, like, breaking them out. They were like, no, we got you pardoned. Yeah. And it's like, we had just... They were just convicted the scene before, then put in prison. Then Then they have their big escape. Then they have an escape followed... Like, the escapes in a normal movie, it's still the escape happening. But they walk in and they go, you're actually pardoned. And I'm like, all those poor people just died. <laughs> they they have all <laughs> these people her. die. And that that's actually a problem we'll talk about later with the uh, main actress. Or the main character, She's Stella awesome, Star. Cal- she Caroline is, something. Her power is to get other people to do things. Yeah. Right? Wow. Because she bounces from one scenario to the other with everyone else doing everything for her. I don't her. think that's her power. Her power is to wear a bikini in all situations. And for men to, like, even male robots to, to lay down their lives for them. They her. froth over her. Yeah. It's incredible. She can just... Seriously, she is on an ice planet and she's wearing, like, clothes you would expect. Like, it looks like it's ice planet space clothing. And then they say, like, oh... It's getting colder. Power pack's gone. So she takes off her clothes. And then she goes, this is the craziest thing. This is crazy, okay? Then they go, oh, no, we're going to be, like, frozen over. So someone says she's got. they're going to hold her. Anyway, she's frozen over. And But when they just de-thaw, de- I, I think when they de-thaw You mean when Acton her? brings her back to life? Yeah, then she's in a bikini. Yeah. She was freezing in a bikini. Uh, Why would you get in a bikini but if you're going to get she frozen? She isn't the worst part of this film by long. No, she's one of the best. I think. I think the worst part of the film. Oh, it's yeah. Uh, the, the worst character is Acton because Acton destroys the film by being this he's, godlike he's, character. This godlike character who can literally has all the powers. So okay, let's let's get to we, ah, boy. There's a lot. There is a lot. So we have Acton and. St- what's it? Stella Star? Okay, so Stella Star is meant to be. They start off as smugglers. Yeah, she's meant to be a well-known smuggler, and then Acton starts off as he's the navigator. Oh, she's also the pilot. Sorry. So he's meant to be the navigator, right? Mm. And this, so and then they go. The she, way he he's the best navigator like, yeah. in the universe, right? And you're like, okay, that's one thing. I was but waiting then, for the goes, reveal to be that he's a robot or something, and he can do all the navigation in his head because that's how he talks. Oh no, he's an alien. He walks around like he's a, yeah, he's some sort of alien. Well, but he gets like so. First off, he's like the best navigator, but then after that, then we find out he has like force powers to like control electricity or something. He has magical powers. Yeah, I thought it was like a hologram he's playing with, but then no, you find out no, magic. he literally makes these terrible special effects float above his hands. Then we find out he has other powers to so like he does something with his eyes. I don't he can know, appear just other to be force dead, powers. Uh, really easily. Oh, and he can see the future perfectly. Yeah, he can he see sees the future. All the future perfectly. Uh, he can also bring people back to life and he can also just disappear. And he has a lightsaber. Yeah, well, that's what happens. Oh, yeah, he's got the lightsaber. Just like the movie they're ripping off. Eventually he's killed, but he doesn't die. He becomes one with the Force. Yeah. And disappears. So that's all of Acton's, like, he is the most overpowered character. It is, it's, he's like the script has taken on, like, a person in the, in the, 
movie because he's telling them what to do exactly. He's like, oh, you're going to go down there and you're going to fail, but I'll come down and rescue in a bit. It's like, why? Why don't you just rescue them now? Why would they go out on the planet? He's just like, that's destiny. You go out on the planet. You get frozen. Okay. He's bullshit, though. He's bullshit yeah. because his whole thing is he, he goes, oh, yeah, I can see the future. They're like, well, why didn't you ever tell us? And he's like, oh, that, that'd be breaking destiny, right? That, that'd be meddling with the timelines of breaking destiny. But at the same time, he does. He does it himself. Because otherwise the plot wouldn't work. He does it in the same scene which he says that because then it's like, okay, this is the, so. After they land on Hoth. One uh, of the guys is which going is to betray the, them. the second ice planet. Yeah. They're betrayed by Chief Thor, who's this evil-looking bald dude. Right. Uh, he takes out Acton, but he can't start the ship because Acton... Removed the ship. He, he has the script, right? So he knows that uh, the guy's going to betray him, and he changes the ship so it can't take off. And then he eventually defeats him with his space jujitsu stuff. But if, if he said that he doesn't interfere with it, then... It, removing a thing knowing that he's going to... Because the script needed him to defeat the bad guy. It's bullshit. He he has the script, right? Acton has the script and he keeps telling people what's happening. Let's It'll just, just be dump frank. exposition Acton's everywhere. character's bullshit. It ru- he ruins it. the future it. is bullshit. Because anytime there's any tension or anything, he'll turn up and just save the day and be like, well, Destiny told me this was going to happen. He lets people die. Yeah. He lets, L, he lets L be destroyed and then later comes down after uh, they almost die like three times. But uh, uh, yeah, I gotta say though, like Star, Stella Star, she's cool though. So at the very yeah, but start. She doesn't do anything. No, like She, she goes from place to place, she but she's constantly bikini. being saved no, by people. She wears that bikini like no one else in the film, mainly because there's like three other women in this film. Oh, yeah. wait, wait, sorry. No, sorry. no, there wait, are wait. other women. Ah, there wait. are plenty of other okay. women. The there Amazons, are, there are, Okay, wait, wait. There are basically only three other women in the film except for the Amazon scene. Yeah. And apart- scene. That, that's the, pro- that, that's yeah. the problem that's with the first three quarters. You have, you have a scene with the Amazons, then the Amazons are out of the movie. Then you have a scene on the Hoth planet, then the Hoth planet is out of the movie. Then you have a scene on the other scene one. Scene with the giant guardian statue, giant guardian statues out of the movie. Goes from it bounces from place to place, and then the last like Wait, quarter think, of the film, what, what you, the giant it just guardian, stops. The giant guardian one was, was on the Amazon after planet. the Amazons, yeah, but not, while they're still on the Amazon planet, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it 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 was very weird that I, that they really did not have any like females in the universe apart from the Amazon one. No, no, there's a uh, there's females. Uh, there's like prisoners. one slight, yeah. There's one prisoner. Yeah, and then I think there's one other person in the. In the palace, and apart from that, you don't see women anyway. And well, I was like, there aren't that many people in give it. Give us more like, bikinis because most of the people in this movie are like nameless uh, henchmen. I want more bikini babes. Is yeah. what I'm saying. So we start off, and they're salvaging. They find I don't know someone, what they're doing. They're smugglers, apparently, and they get caught oh, by well, the police. Actually, the first scene of the movie uh, isn't stellar in acting. It's um, it doesn't matter. No, 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 because okay. it sets up the whole movie, apparently. Yeah. Like, this is the stupid plot. There's an exploration ship heading towards this evil planet. They're attacked by evil red things, and three ships take off from it before it explodes. And all four ships take off from it, and they find one of the ships, Stellar and uh, Acton. Acton, find one of the ships with a guy on it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it starts off. Yeah. But the point is, though, the cops chase them, capture them, 
straight away and then they get a trial. Well, not really trial. They get condemned. Yeah. And But the guy they rescued is taken away, I think? Yeah. He's, he's someone with the royal people. But I liked the bit where they got condemned because they had this guy's head and it had like octopus background for him, tentacle head man. And I'm not sure if many people know this reference, but Mighty Boosh, there's a tentacle head octopus. I can't remember what his name is. But he goes, this is an outrage. It's an outrage. It's an outrage. And yeah, it's like, basically just that guy. It's that guy. And he looked awesome. But he, so he condemns them and we're getting massive Dune feelings to it too. Then they're in prison. And this is hilarious. This is the first scene where she wears a bikini. And I'm thinking it is, right? Or she yeah, yeah. One before? she's wearing a bikini, but all the other prisoners are like in dressed in big rags and stuff, including the women. Yeah, but the but funniest bit. she's in bit, this string bikini wait, thing. The funniest bit is... We get this scene and she comes up and she goes to them and she goes, wow, it feels like my skin's being burnt off out here. And it zooms out and she's in a bikini. Yeah, and everyone else is wearing like protective clothes. And then she just goes, I really want to break out of here. And then someone comes over and straight away she starts to break out, getting yeah, everyone else Everyone killed. else dies so she can just run out the back door. Then she, she runs out, she runs into a cornfield? It's a cornfield. Oh, yeah. She runs into a cornfield. She runs field, through a cornfield, yeah. And then she just runs to just a spaceship that's just in the cornfield. And she goes up into it. And it's the police who just captured her two seconds ago. And they go, yeah, uh, you're actually free. We need you to come find the people. Mm. And she goes, oh, what was the point of that? Uh, what was the, part of the point of the last 10 minutes no, of she's, film? I think she says, oh, I wish you'd gone. I think they actually say, oh, there was no point of the prison break because we're actually coming and get you because you're free. There's dozens of people left dead and bloodied in this woman's way. I think you see about five guards who just got killed. Any five other guards and innocent prisoners who just got killed. And they go, ha! Huh. Yeah, so she's taken before, she and Acton are taken before the Emperor. And this is the first time the movie Slows stops. Down. Anytime Christopher Plummer is making a speech as the Emperor... Uh, the movie just slows down to this because he's slow. Almost, he he does these long, slow speeches. In the movie <sighs> and compare, because the rest of the movie happens at like this breakneck speed. It, it it's so jarring. It's like hitting a giant speed bump all of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, they find out the exploration ship had his son on it, and they were trying to find the evil planet so, where the evil guy is. This is what although they, you, they know told. where the evil guy is because they find him later. Yeah, this is also I think where they're told they're like, oh, you have to go. This is a massive there, exposition. There's something coming. weird that they say, and this is bull- is like two armies and guardians and something else. So there's two factions, right? There's the emperor and the inner circle of the universe. Uh, yes. And then there's the evil. There's oh, I, they're I literally wrote it called. Down. I wrote down. What are they no, like? I keep going. They're uh, the evil uh, League of Planets. The League of the Dark Worlds with the haunted stars. Yeah, and it's literally guys dressed all in black with lightning bolts they on their nerds. skull caps. Let's talk and it's about like, them. At some point, you've got to go. One of them has got to go. Are we the baddies? They were nerds. They're nerds. They're cosplay enthusiasts. They're just nerds. Because if you see the baddies, right? They are complete nerds because the ship's design has a pole which they all grab a hold and go down. Oh, on the inside of the pole, yeah. What's it, what's it, a fire There's pole. fireman poles all throughout this evil ship for them to uh, to slide down. All I could think of when I saw them, it wasn't that they're scary, it's that they're nerds. It looked like the inside of their ship like looked like an evil playground. You know what? I, I mean, yeah, just copy Star Wars, which did, uh, you know, World War II German... Nazi look. 
Yeah, except that, they did it because bad. everyone knows it. That it that looked that... more like it was out of um, uh, what's that good one? Uh, where he's the he's the football player and he goes and he defeats Ming the Merciless. Oh yeah, that's a good movie. Flash. Flash Gordon. It looked like they were rejects from Flash Gordon. Okay? Yeah. I just didn't get why they don't just try and make, you know, just it's like, oh, uh, what was kind of scary? Okay, do the cliche kind of looking like German World War II sort of evil well, Nazis or something. But here's the thing. is like you know, they go on this like big quest to find Count Zahar uh-huh. and to defeat him, but they know where he is. Yes. They know where he is the whole time. Yes. I don't understand the whole point of the quest. But we get to see Zahar and... As he's doing his evil monologue, he calls forth his his greatest warriors, the two golems. And the effects are so bad, it looks like someone's just holding these two, like, uh, little metal toys in front of the camera. And I think that's all it is. Yeah, no, someone's just holding them up. Just holding them up and, like, shaking them a little to make it look like they're moving. It is hilarious. I wrote down at that point, actually, I have it here. Oh, my God, cute models. They look adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Because they look like tiny little models. That have like been put up against real people. Uh yeah, so I think now they go to the Amazon planet. Well, okay. Wait, is this the so, Amazon planet? No, this is where Acton starts to get really annoying, right? Because uh Thor, the robot L, which we haven't even talked about, he's this southern robot who's a real gentleman for some reason. The so the gang head out and they're like, Oh, we've got to find the other crashed ships for some reason. They're sort of looking oh. for the sun. This well, that's why they go to the different planets. I, I, think. I did not get what was going on with that. Just because it didn't make sense, because they didn't know what was going on. Also, I just saw in my notes the music that is constantly playing at multiple points throughout this movie is the out of Africa music. Yeah, and it so just it's like plays the, it. Just does not fit the movie at all. It doesn't fit. It's not a sci-fi. So it's like that. For some reason, Acton is like, "Oh, these are th- these three planets are the only three planets that could be the where they're building the evil weapon." Actually, because that's too. when they start talking about like, "Oh, there's an evil weapon that could destroy everything." Now, when they go up to the Amazon planet, too, yeah, if I may say, that's the first planet they go to is this so Amazon. The planet. first one they go to is the Amazon planet, and Acton says something which, which just it's clear that whoever wrote they just wrote it in one in one go and didn't care. Right? Yeah, and this is not for comedy effect. They did not do this for comedy effect. Right, Acton, when he's talking about the Amazon planet, he says this planet is unknown. Uh, I think he says it's uninhabited, unknown, and unnamed. And then he says the name. Then he says it's and I, I, whatever the name. It is. sounded yeah, like he, he named said Uranus. I know it's not, but then he says the name of it. It's like, dude, you just said. It's unknown, unnamed, and, and like everything he says. It was so but he contradicts himself in the same sentence. Then they get down there, and the weirdest thing straight out Amazons, of Planet of the Apes. Well, th- they get down there, and some women on horseback are riding up. Now, this would have made okay. This kind of would have made sense if they were like tribal. They were meant period. To, yeah. It, they'd cra- this isn't the planet where the evil guy is on. So it's like, oh, they're just primitives or something. Yeah, but then it turns out no, she's some sort of queen. She's a that queen n- who. Follows the evil count, and she's after revenge. So they were wrong. She wants on a revenge. All of the accords, unknown, incorrect, uninhabited, incorrect, unnamed, incorrect. But what, what was the revenge the queen was after? I don't know because they so they capture L and Star Crash, uh, Stella, Stella, right? And they and this beautiful, 
beautiful woman on horseback. They take her and they're bringing her in. And the queen is looking at her through a, a whatever, sort of some sort of viewing device. And then the queen, all you hear the queen goes, I will get my revenge on him. On him, right? Yeah, I don't know what is happening or who. And it doesn't matter because they're never, they're not in the film. After I a thought couple she minutes. was talking about Acton, right? So, yeah, but, Stella's taken down. They destroy L. Well, that's the thing. The, well, they shoot L. But this is, this is so confusing because the the Amazon women are just escorting her and then she just runs out with a gun. Now, is it the queen who runs out? Because then later she's in a room somehow. No, no, that's just what some of the Amazon guards. So she just says, get my revenge. One of them runs out while shoots the other guy and just shoots Al. And then... So it wasn't the revenge on Stella. It's the revenge on Al. But yeah, Al's just not, a robot. I, I don't know. I don't they know wanted what to kill the did. robot. So they drag Stella in front of the Queen. Uh, you know there's a novel of this, actually? She briefly... The Queen briefly mentions that she follows Zaha and he's going to win. And then all of a sudden... Al comes just, back. This is the thing. It's like Stella doesn't do anything. Like other people around her fight for her. Uh, because no, Elle comes in no, and no, just no. blasts everybody. Nah, I, I'm going to And rescues Stella. I'm going to disagree... She's wearing a nice bikini, right? And, yeah. And to be fair, when she does do her fight scene... This is a different bikini than before. Oh, this she is a space bikini. She has a few space bikinis. She also has this really weird look, and it just reminded me of Zoolander with the quote that I'll say in a second, but she wears, like, plastic bags over the top of a bikini in points where, like, sort of see-through ones, but she's wearing the bikini underneath, and it reminds me of Zoolander where he's like, he could wear plastic bags... Oh, no, was it... He could wear, like, plastic bags bin bags and it'll be so hot right now oh that's uh so hot right now when luke owen or whatever his name is is doing it yeah but what i'm going to disagree with you on is that stella actually is shown to be a capable fighter multiple points in this film yeah but she doesn't because she's she's always being overwhelmed and other people are saving her okay when the dude when the first amazon comes out and shoots l yeah she beats up five of them before she's overwhelmed and taken prisoner Uh, l has to come and save her yeah because like 10 more amazon women with weapons come in the room but she's constantly being captured yeah because she was outnumbered 10 to 1 but that's that's all we see in this film is her being captured and then saved i what i'm disagreeing is that it's reasonable that she does put up. She's not just some like complete damsel in distress, but she actually does put oh, up no, a fight. Oh no, she tries. Yeah, but she's just not good at it. I, she is good at it. I mean, it. she's okay. She she's beat good up at five it, of them, but she's always getting captured. Yeah, she gets captured a lot. Yeah, yeah. When the but the odds to be fair, let's let's be frank as I'm well. I'm not saying she's not good at it. Yeah, they they build her up to be this person, but she's constantly getting she's captured. Pretty good. She's pretty good. She does do a lot of killing. When, when, even when, what's his Does name she? comes, L, yep, when L comes to, she killed all the people in the prison. Oh, no, 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 the prisoners killed each other. No, she, she kills Oh, yeah, she four. shoots a couple of guards. She really does yeah. kill, like, four of those guards. Oh, okay, she that's, like, th- one of the few times she kills people. She throws someone into the molten pit. Terrible, really. She's, yeah, especially since these guys are the good guys These, these she's are the fighting. good guys. Um, the police. She's killing the police. But she does kill a lot of people. Totally forgot what I was just going to say about that. Yeah, so as they're escaping, the, the queen sets the the guardian after them. Right, which, which is, is a giant the, the metal woman statue. The worst looking stop motion 
creatures you could imagine. This was they okay. look so bad. Oh, the models in this movie are really were, cheap looking. I thought they were running to something because it stops their path to. I thought it, they were they were just running back to their vehicle. Are you sure? Yeah, I, I thought so. there was something that they were running to no. in the cave. No, okay. no, no. Well, anyway, they they're running and it throws its spear, and then okay, I, I won't like yeah. L comes up and starts fighting it, while. Oh wait, no. Does she go to fight it? Uh, they both sort of just cower around. L sorts of fights with it, but then Acton comes in with the ship oh, and yeah, blows it up because that's when Acton knew the script said that he should attack. So it was like, I knew to come now. This is what I wanted to say. Okay, is that Acton is really the dog in this movie? The dog. What do you mean? Well, Acton should have told them, "Hey, when you go down there, you might be capped." You know, like she could have hit a gun or something. No, but that would have been messing with destiny, Jared. The script said she didn't. Because so she you didn't. know in Star Wars, let's compare He's, to Star so Wars. So Acton is meant to be the Obi-Wan Kenobi sort of character. Compared to Star Wars episode... But he doesn't have anyone to teach. He doesn't teach four. anybody anything. Yeah, episode four, yeah. Now, Luke is an awesome character. Right. He's not OP. Like, he fights well and kills people, but, like, they have to run away and do all this stuff. That's what would have been better than this if they, like, fight well. But they do have to run away from all the Amazon. They have to, you know, instead of being captured straight away. Well, so if you're just looking at uh, Acton as Obi-Wan Kenobi, Stella is meant to be the Luke character. Yeah. And uh, Hasselhoff is the princess, Princess Leia, right? Princess Hasselhoff. Okay. But the problem is they haven't actually reversed the characters okay. because Acton as Obi-Wan doesn't teach Stella anything. No, he just laughs he about He teaches everything. Hasselhoff because Hasselhoff is the one who's going to become the lightsaber-wielding guy. Yeah. Right? I like the female planet, though. I like the Amazon woman. Which lasts for, like, five minutes. Yeah, it wasn't enough and Amazon then they go, And then they land at the Hoth planet, because which has some of the worst green-screened sky I've ever seen. Oh, that was so dumb. I didn't get that. It was just a really quick... Uh, it looks like that they've just got, like, clouds going on fast-forward in the background. It was distractingly bad. Also, once they fight the... This is one of those things where it just jumps instantly. Once they do fight that giant one... It just the, the jumps ship, to them landing they on Hoth. They just jump to be inside the ship and then they land on Hoth randomly. Yeah. Like, that's crazy how that happens. So now we're on the They find planet. the crash... Yeah, the Hoth is the second possible planet for something. Still, I'm still, not sure what they're searching for at this point. I know that they're, they're looking for the prince, but there's also this evil planet-destroying weapon which is hidden in a planet... But doesn't seem to be very dangerous at all. Oh, this is the one where... Okay, so Thor turns against them. As they're out in the snow, Thor turns against them. Yeah. And he hits Acton over the head. Also, it seemed at this point that Acton had some sort of relationship with the, the ship. The ship was, like, talking to him. and He is flirting, flirting with the ship. And the ship has a, a an open brain out in the center yeah. of the uh, console room. And he's, like, stroking it and shit. I got to say, he fucked that ship. Oh, yeah. he de- there's That's the energy that you're getting from the scenes with him and the ship. He fucks the ship. And it's like Farscape. It's a living entity. Yeah. Right? So Acton has definitely plowed that ship hard to go into hyperspace multiple times. But the point is, though, anyway, he gets knocked out by Thor... And I think, what did Stella and Ellie even do on this planet? Stella did and they just walk Stella around? Stella and Elle find the crash ship. Everyone's dead. So, they so they're heading back. back. And as they're heading back, uh, because they go, they talk about it, that the planet 
is you can only be out there for a couple of hours. Oh, yeah, and no, then it drops thousands of degrees or some bullshit. Yeah, whenever it turns into night, it drops down to, like, nothing. So yeah, it can only drop she down. lies down and uh, L uses, again, L saves her by uh, putting her into, into, like, a deep sleep hypothermia yeah. thing. Now, this is the bit where she was wearing some clothes, but then... Later, as they're drop freezing, as they're, oh, yeah, so they're waking her up, she's back in her. Acton just comes back and beats the shit out of Thor. This is where we find out that Acton can see the future perfectly. Yeah, so he gets them up, and this is where he desaws uh, our Stella. He uses some of his force powers to bring her back to life. And of yeah. course, when he desaws her, she's wearing a bikini again. Yeah, which maybe. Maybe she had hypothermia and started. She was in the final stages. Irrational started, undressing or whatever yeah, it is. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Irrational undressing, which I gotta say, movie. That's pretty smart. Yeah, that's a pretty smart thing, movie. So they kill Thor. They head to the third planet. That's when they get attacked by the super weapon, which uh, they just sort of brush off. Like L falls down. Stella falls down, but Acton just like, eh, it's not, oh, it's nothing. Okay, it's that, nothing. That was it's my just problem red with dots floating in front of them. My biggest problem with Acton is he literally, he never looks like shocked or scared. Well, I guess because he can see sense. the future and he's not affected by anything. It's like he's so overpowered. It's like the mind affecting abilities of everyone else just brushes over him. Hey, did we mention that Al the robot has a southern accent and it, is southern? Is so did weird. we mention that? I yeah, no. Okay, sorry. He's like a southern cowboy for some reason. And it's not too over the top, actually. It is over the top, but, like, they could have gone... They could have made it a lot worse. all robots speak with a southern accent. Well, I think on this third planet is the important scene where L and... Here's the the bit I was confused by, right? So are they looking... They're looking for the sun, yeah, but that's, Uh like, a secondary objective. They're looking for the major weapon. Yes. Right? But the yes. weapon turns out to not be important at all. It has unlimited power. Yeah. Oh, no, that's Star Wars. It's Sorry. meant to be like a Death Star type thing, but it turns out it's, it is, but they're, the bad guy doesn't care about it and isn't going to use it anyway because it's stuck on the planet. It's well, a stupid weapon. On the third planet, we get a really nice bit where Act, uh, sorry, Al and Stella are walking and they're talking about how they belong, like how they like each other, and she's like, you're... A robot is the best friend that a woman can have. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't help but think that she's actually using him as a metaphor for being a vibrator to her. Might be. And because it makes sense that because all the dudes have been pretty Also, annoyingly, Acton stays on the ship because he knows he isn't meant to be in the script yet and what? is meant to come in later. Oh, yeah, because what happens is cavemen, and what am I saying? Troglodytes. Neander- They're actually called troglodytes. All right, but they are Neanderthal cavemen, right? 2001 Neanderthal cavemen with bone weapons come out, and of course they rip apart L. Oh, does it fly L. into the air to destroy L? Acton could have warned them, but he didn't. No, because he knew he couldn't, because if he had, they wouldn't have met up with the prince. See, he can see the script. He knows what they have to do. Well, so she gets because ta- he knows L gets put together later. Yeah, she gets taken away, right? And this is so dumb. She gets taken away, and when they take her away, they don't just, like, hogtie her or put her onto, like, a long stick to carry away. They find a giant, like, did you see it? It was like a giant, like a giant metal girder, yeah. steel beams and everything. And they attach her to that. But that thing's bigger than her. You got to think about how, like, heavy that must be. That just doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't you just carry her it, over it your shoulder? It looked more difficult than just, like, picking her up. It anyway, they've got her strapped up. I think they're going to eat her or something. Yeah. Which is when... Um, 
some dude with the a metal prince skull. The prince turns up. Yeah, he's wearing this really cool metal helmet head. It kind of looks like Excalibur And he does the bit out of Star Wars, you know, where Obi-Wan turns up and flashes his lightsaber around. He turns up, he shoots a laser around, and then he's like, basically, we got to go, they'll be back later once they're not scared anymore. It's, it's straight out of Star Wars. And then he's also says he's run out of energy on his helmet shooting laser thing, eye yeah. thing. But then, don't worry, when they're getting overrun by them, Acton then turns up with his lightsaber. Because that's when the script said to turn up. But Acton, you could have stopped this. This is when Acton turns out, yeah, he's got a fully functional lightsaber, which actually looks kind of cool. I yeah. didn't mind the design of the handle or Because it looked like a saber. It looked like an actual sword thing, but better than, you know. Better than Star Wars. Yeah. Better than Star Wars. Sorry, it looked like a light. It looked like a saber. It was kind of cool. Uh, that's when... Act, at this point, Acton is like, we better get this movie uh, like moving along. So he, he basically just reads from the script. Okay, we're going here. This is where the secret entrance is. We go down and here we are. We're in the center of the evil weapon. So they talk to the Count. The Count says something spooky. Well, the Count doesn't turn up. There's no one yeah, there does. when he turn, when they huh? get there first. Oh, I can't remember They get into the center of this evil weapon and he's yeah. like, yeah, here it is. We'll, uh, we'll destroy it. Uh, but we got to wait here. Acton is literally telling them what to do. He's like, well, wait here. The Count's going to turn up. Then we'll face him. I'll die, but you two are going to be fine. So they fight. Well, the Count leaves. They get a big fight. Acton brings the out two his golems laser sword. Turn up. Yeah. yeah, and he fights the golems with his laser sword, gets hit in his shoulder. With one of the plastic blast. swords, yeah. Yeah, and then, of course, David Hasselhoff picks up the weapon and destroys the other golem. Now, there is a very funny bit. It comes from Stella again. One of her lines is just really dumb. She's saying to Acton, she's saying, "No, Acton, you. It's like you can't die." I think. I think she says, "You've you've never died before," and I'm like, "Yeah." I. We so he's never been dying before. He's just almost died. But of course, she, he wasn't I think dying. She's like, you, the whole, the whole, all the script is really clumsy. I just, I just can't believe it. You've never died before. Yeah, no shit. Most people haven't. In mm. actual fact, if they're living, it means they haven't died. If they're dead, that's the only time they anyway, have died. That's just so dumb. So who says that? Acton um, becomes one with the force, and his body disappears. Right. And this is where, okay, this is the Should first three quarters it. of the film. This is where it slows down. Up until now, it's been pretty fast-paced well, and entertaining. Apparently, and, the and now it just planted, slows down. Yeah, so, so the Count's much. planted mines everywhere over the over the planet, and it's going to blow up. He's actually tricked because it. they're not worried about the weapon anymore. The they weapon's not. Wanted, no one cares about the weapon. They wanted the king to come to get the prince. It was it was actually a trap. Not that bad, but I think it was a trap. So the king comes down with all these men, and they go, "We got to go. We only have forty seconds." And then he slowly says to them, "Oh." I wouldn't be a king of something or other if I didn't have a few, what is it? Tricks up my sleeve. Yeah, and then he's like, ship, stop time. And his ship shoots this beam at the planet. He's like, oh, the beam will hold for three minutes. Yeah, that's not enough time. For three minutes, all the molecules in the planet will be slowed down. And it's like, that's it. it. It's like the last 30 minutes is maybe five minutes of footage stretched out. Just... Like insanely. That's the thing. They get back to the ship, and that's when he goes, "Ah, now we can attack the count before he gets his forces, because he believes I am dead." And like, like my and it's like, yeah, they know dead. where the count is but already. This drives me nuts. This point because this is where really he he says we can attack the count. We have all the men. The count's got no chance, and we're gonna get them, and it's all done, right? I legitimately was getting up to walk out of the room because I thought the movie had ended. Yeah. 
bad news, 20 more minutes left, okay. and this is where it's all shit. So if you Skip do watch movie. this film, stop. you can fast forward through the upcoming bits because I as they're going to the evil guy's uh, fortress, which is this giant space hand. But the thing is, too, that's the bit that till then has been an enjoyable romp of a movie. Mm. Loved it. At this point onwards, it's kind of, yeah, I agree. It's Either painful to watch. Double the speed. Or honestly, honestly stop. Okay, okay, so here's the part you can completely fast forward through. As they're coming towards it, he's like, launch the fighters. And they must have had just three models of different oh, ships. This is so annoying. And they didn't want to, so they couldn't show like more than one ship in a scene. So it shows all their ships launching, right? One at a time. So it'll be like one model of the ship will uh, leave with the other models. And then after they've launched and they're flying away, it'll go back to the big ship. And the same models will fly off again. And then it'll think, be back to the big I think ship. Now's a good point and the to talk same about models that. will go off again. And this goes on for like five minutes. It's a good five point or to ten actually minutes. talk about the models. And you can fast forward through it, really. Yeah. The models look all pretty cheap. The models don't look great. I think it's mainly because of the lighting and the, the way they start, filmed it. Well, it, it, the models look bad when they when they zoom in on them, like you do with yeah, the looks bad. spaceships. They don't look good. The uh, other thing is too... Spaceballs looks better. The backdrop's terrible. Why... The fuck do they have Christmas lights in the background? Instead of like actual stars, they've just strung up some Christmas lights or something. Do you want to know? Okay, here it is. If you want to do a backdrop to a space movie where you're in space doing space battles. Okay, here it is. Black with some white dots every now and then. Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. You don't need giant planets and uh, there were light lots bulbs. of multicolored light bulbs everywhere. There were like multicolored, like instead of it just being like star dots... There was like blue, red, blue, and they were blue, blue big. orange. They were huge and distracting. They were too big. That's why, every, like, I know that those are actually colors out there that you can have like different colored stuff. But that's that's not my point. This movie sucked with the so, backdrop because it was clearly Christmas light. Here's the bit. Okay, here's the bit where I started to like just get. Con- I was I wasn't sure why. And the models suck. The the worst bits of space stuff. The space shit looks the worst because it looks. The like big space battle is just terrible. It goes on forever. When and you it have looks a model, awful. when you have a model moving, it doesn't look like it's in space. What it looks like is someone is holding a model, then they move it further away, and they just move in a direct line. They just do lots Everything of that. Everything moves in a ninety degree line. Uh, so angle, eventually, everything. all the ships launch and they start attacking one by one because That's you can't so say more than one model too. at this a time. Is terrible. This goes on for ages. Uh, then eventually they, the, the good ship starts firing, uh, torpedoes and it turns out the torpedoes slam into the ship. And of course the evil ship has these giant stained glass windows everywhere. Yeah. So they go through the windows and, uh, all the people start busting out and there's a big battle inside the evil ship. This, this goes on for about I was waiting for Stella and the prince to burst out and fight and for them to kill the evil guy. Like there was going to be like a... He was going to whip out his sword. The prince would have his sword and they'd fight, right? Hey, that would have made sense. Yeah. Instead, the battle goes on for ages and the bad guys win. So it's about 15 minutes of this. Yeah. We're not joking. They just launch, launch, And the whole time it'll go back to the emperor and he's sitting on his big chair and the prince and Stella are just standing next to him just going, the battle continues. It's annoying because it's like... They don't get involved at all. They don't get involved. The main characters aren't involved in the final fight. The repeating... Because this is the thing too, the the pods arriving, the ship's leaving, it's just repeated again and again. The same footage over and over again. again. 
and it's it's it there's no reason minutes. for it. It just drags on and on. It's legitimately fifteen minutes of this. And Eventually, finally, all the good guys are killed. Yeah, apparently, which is weird because I thought the king said that they were for sure going to win this. Maybe if him and his giant ship had helped in any way, but right. apparently they they can just watch. They can't actually do anything. So then he out of nowhere says, "Well, there is one more plan." Oh, what's the plan? And he says, "Oh, the giant floating city. What giant? What?" Yeah, suddenly the evil guy's plan is to attack the giant space station. Then they they obviously there was no communication uh, between the people writing this film and whoever the, the actors because they all call it different things. Like the bad guys are calling it the Space Citadel. They it, it gets called the Capital City, or it's like oh the giant floating city. Or it's like the giant space station. They couldn't pick a single thing to call it. But um, so they realize the bad guys are going to attack that. So they send Stella to fly the city into the bad guy's fortress. So it gets evacuated and they fly it in the fortress and that's it. That's the end of the film. Yeah, I, I was just looking up to see if the book, I, I just realised the, the Star Crash book, the book that is, well, at least there's a book called Star Crash. That's actually, uh, that's actually 1994, so that's, it can't be what the movie's based off. Maybe that came out afterwards. Yeah, I don't know. But again, the whole her commandeering the... The spaceship and flying it into the bad guy's spaceship takes like another ten minutes. Oh, and nothing happens. Too. L does it. Oh too. yeah, L is with her for some reason. They just bring back L. They do it, and that's the end of the movie. So honestly, guys, just finish your movies earlier because before that, this movie would have been going for an A rating because I would have. I've I thoroughly it, enjoyed because it. up until the last quarter, it was stupid, but it was actually pretty fun. Like it was, it was, was it, throwing so much. Also, it looked like they put in some like. They put in effort, and the outcome was terrible. That's what I love. Like, their spacesuits looked like they were wearing giant water containers on their heads. And yeah. So they also have multiple different types of spacesuits. The uh, the uniforms of the good people are, is the Rocketeer uniform from the movie Rocketeer. It's... They, they really... they. It's not a soulless cash-in. They... Uh, I think it is a solace cash-in. Oh, I don't know. It's a bad rip-off. No, no. See, Santa with muscles was a solace cash-in. Uh, you know, they don't put in any effort. With this one, it's a rip-off. They know they are... Yeah, I I like it. seemed it. like the actors were trying. I but don't know. It, it was going for... Because they just also but throw so many different things. the ending just gets dragged out so long when it gets to yeah. the space battle. It just goes on and on. If you are going to watch it, fast-forward. But because it's, like, got so much at the... For the first three quarters, and it's it's really interesting. And they just throw all the sci-fi tropes at you at once, which is freaking awesome. The effects awesome. are laughably bad. They are so yeah, bad. I laughed at them. Yeah, they me were too. entertaining. But this movie would have been getting an A for me in terms of like watchability, like watchability, yeah. good, bad. But because of the ending, I I got to drop it to a B. You know, it's just because of that. It lasts See, me. I would recommend Star Crash, but I'd say have your finger on the fast forward button. At the end. I got to say, though, Carolyn Monroe, I, I want to buy one of, like, you can get a shot. I, I wanted to see if there was any uh, merchandise for Star Crash. Yeah. You can get, like, a picture of Caroline Monroe and I think the robot, and it's, like, it's signed by them. I got to say, Caroline Monroe, pretty good. Yeah. She's awesome, you know? Did great movie. So that's Star Crash. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I would recommend it as a movie for someone to watch. If, if, if you've got a fast-forward... You know, button, 
especially towards the end, if feel free to use it. Button. What, what do you if think you people can, are watching this I, on, like, Betamax? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's showing on. Oh, we watch this on YouTube. Oh, way. yeah, this sorry. Is on you YouTube. can watch this all on YouTube, guys. Uh, don't buy it. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, watch it on YouTube. It's awesome. That's Star Crash. Thanks. Thanks for listening to The End of the Reel. If you know anyone else who is a fan of good, bad movies, share this podcast around to them. Sharing is the best way to help promote our podcast. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.